going from my heart are the issues of my heart. Oh my God, it's gratefulness. Oh my God, my God, my God, we serve a mighty good God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, church, come on, get excited about God's gratefulness. He's been so faithful to us. God, we thank you. God, we praise you. all of my iniquities and God I ask the same favor over this people because you can't fix a mind that won't repent so please I stand as a gap dweller and I ask for your mercy and your forgiveness for all of their sins and all of their iniquity cleanse us Lord God and fill us afresh right now with the fruit of your spirit and God, help us operate in the gifts of your spirit. Not for show to the world, Lord God, but that your name be glorified in this house. And your name be magnified in this house. And your name be lifted in this house. And your name be worshipped in this house. And your name be praised in this house. And your name be magnified in this house. And your name be glorified in this house. 
thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Turn in your Bibles to Matthew chapter 19. Matthew 19. As pastor said, we're just doing one verse. Trying to stick with the program. Matthew 19. Whatever version you have, we'll all arrive at the same place at the same time. Are you there? Jesus looked at them intently and said, Humanly speaking, it is impossible, but with God, everything, say everything, is possible. You may be seated in the presence of Almighty God. Matthew 19 and verse 26. That's okay. In order for us to be together, we got to be together. Amen? The pastor always says, there are, there are no stupid questions. My sermon, <laughs> let me, let, I, I really got to um, tell you a little bit about this sermon. This the sermon is so close to my heart. The title of this sermon is Can God? And the answer is the reverse of the question. God can. My husband, my sisters and my children, and some of you, know when I get excited about something, I get so worked up. I get so worked up to the point that there are times when I actually break out in hives. Or I end up with a nervous, nauseated stomach. Or I end up a really bad migraine. Because my level of excitement differs from a lot of you. I start up here. And then I work my way down. Not saying that's the best way to to start, but I'm telling you this because nothing gets me more excited than talking about God. In my, in my sermon, I asked the question, can God? God can. God can what, Monda? I'm glad you asked. God can do everything but lie and fail. Listen to what Moses wrote in Numbers 23 and 19, part of the message that God gave Balaam to deliver to Balak. These words, God is not a man, so he does not lie. And then the question is asked, has God has he ever spoken and failed to act? Think about it. And then the second question was asked in that same scripture. Has he, has God 
ever promised you and not carried you through. There's a song that I got back there. Um, Brother Kit, uh, Chris, can you play that? And I want you all to listen to it. It wasn't part of my sermon, but Holy Spirit gave it to me, and I had to gave it to me when I was sleeping, and I saw, because sometimes I see me preaching before I'm preaching. And the song came, and I had to go through all them CDs to find it, because it's been back there for so long. But I want you to listen to I'm ready, Brother Chris.
That's enough, Brother Kirans. That's enough. All right, sing with me. Come on. God can. God can. God can. God can. One more time. Come on. to some, I want to introduce and inform and offer to others, my God, the creator, the maker, and the sustainer of all things, my God, who through his own will creatively decides and designs, my God who by his own word spoke creation into existence. My God, who by his own work through the, his Holy Spirit displayed his unlimited power. God's authority is in his preexistence and it's in his holiness. My God, church has always existed. He was present before creation. Scripture tells us in the beginning, God created. Genesis 1, 2, and 5. That was an attention holder for me when I was in Sunday school. When the teacher said, God created, I was all in. Because I wanted to know what God had created. Moses told us in the book of Genesis, he said that God said, let there be light. And darkness moved out of the way. And there was light. Are you excited yet? Stay with me. Can God? Yes, God can. Thank you, Harmony. The first light was a physical light. So God divided that light from darkness and God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And that was the first day. Not a bad day for God, huh? As a matter of fact, God patted himself on his back and said, that's good. Psalm 33 and 9, for he spoke and it was done. And God commanded and it stood fast. Are you excited yet? You ought to be. Listen, when God commanded, let there be, it was no ifs, no ands, no buts. Light appeared. 
So I'm asking my question again. Can God and I'll answer for you? Yes, he can. On the second day, Genesis 1, 6 through 8, God separated the water. He said, that's good. On the third day, Genesis 1, 9 through 13, God created plant life vegetation and flowers and when he finished that task God said hmm uh, that's good yeah. the fourth day Genesis 1 14 through 19 God created the sun the moon and the stars and he set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light on the earth to rule over the day and the night but I like what James Weldon Johnson said and I'm and he paraphrased the creation this way he said then God reached out and he took the light in his hands and God rolled the light around in his hands until he made the sun and God set that sun ablazing in the heavens and the light that was left from making the sun God gathered it up in a shining ball and God flung it against the darkness, spangled the night with the moon and the stars. And then my God, huh, sat down. Between the darkness and the light, he hurled the world. And God said, that's good. Oh, come on, church. Can God? Come here, David. Help our sister out. In Psalms 8 and 3, David said this about God's mighty work. He said, when I consider, yeah. old folks said, when I just think about David, said, when I consider your heavens, yeah. when I consider the works of your fingers, yeah. the moon, the stars, which you have ordained, what is man? Yeah. What am I? What are you that God is so mighty? of you. On the fifth day, Genesis 1, 20 through 23, God created the fish and the fowl, and God said, ah, that's good. On the sixth day, he created Genesis 1, 26 through 31, um, and God said, he created man, and God said, let us, the rest of Trinity, his son, and the Holy Spirit. He said, let us make man in our own image. According to our likeness. And let him have dominion over the fish of the sea. And over the birds of the air. And over the cattle. Over all the earth. Including every creeping thing. Can God? Yes, he can. Don't be scared of it. Psalm 24, 1 and 2. And verse 7 and 10. The earth is the Lord's. And everything in it, the world and all its people belong to him. For he, God, laid the earth's foundation on the seas and built it on the ocean depth. So open up, ancient gates. Open up, ancient doors. And let the king of glory come in. Who is the king of glory? I'm glad you asked. The Lord of heaven's armies. He is the king of glory. Anybody excited yet? Yeah. 
slow you down with tongues that he could. In the image of God, he created male and female. He created them. And then my God, he looked around. He looked at everything he had made. And God concluded, it's indeed good. He looked at his life, good. Looked at his water, good. Looked at his ocean, good. Looked at his seas, good. Looked at his rivers, good. Looked at his vegetation, good. Looked at his sun, good. Looked at his moon, good. Looked at his stars, good. And looked at man. God high-fived himself, patted himself on the back, and told himself, that stuff is very good. And scripture says on the seventh day, he sat down and rested. Now, it doesn't take a rocket science to scientists to figure out after the Genesis supernatural creation just who God is. But the question is still being asked today. Who is God, Wanda? Who is this God? Ask the waters of the ocean. Ask the rivers. Ask the lakes. Ask the streams. Ask the mighty waves. Ask the vegetation and the exotic flowers. Because they grew, you know, they grew without seed ever been planted. Ask them. Ask the peach tree why it doesn't grow apples. And ask the apple tree why it doesn't grow pears. Can God? Yes, he can. Ask the moon why it doesn't dominate the skies during the day. And then ask the sun. Why it doesn't dominate the skies at night. Can God? You better believe he can. Ask man. Who gave him dominion over all living creatures? God. Ask scientists why they can't take credit for the creation of the world. And if they are honest, they will tell you. Because God said, let there be. And it was. Can God? Don't play dumb. Can God? You still asking who is God? Because I got Bible. Moses had this to say about God in Deuteronomy 7 and 21. He said he, God, is a great and awesome God. And in Deuteronomy 4 and 24, God is a consuming fire. And then Job said in the book of Job, not Job, 32 and 12, God is greater than man. True that. He was greater back then and God is great as great today. Amen. And then David and Psalm 46 and 1, he said, God is our refuge and strength. Always ready to help you and you and help me in our time of trouble. And then in Psalm 47 and 7, God is king over all the earth. And Psalm 116 and 5, God, my God, is a merciful God. And then Isaiah said in 9 and 6, God is a mighty counselor. You want somebody to talk to? Stop talking to a man and go and talk to God. Because the songwriter said, just a little talk with Jesus. He'll make everything all right. 
don't have to worry about your business going where you don't want your business. Because God is not a gossiper. Amen? And then in Luke 1 and 47, Luke said, God is my Savior. Is he your Savior today? Is he your Savior today? And John 4 and 24 and John 20 and 28, God is spirit. God is not a spirit. God is spirit. God is my Lord. And in 1 John 4 and 8, God is love. And then Paul lets us know in 1 Corinthians 1 and 9, I told you I love talking about God, that God is faithful. In other words, I'm going to ask the question again. Can God? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Merriam-Webster defines God as the creator and the ruler of the universe and the source of all moral authority, the supreme being, a supernatural being or spirit worshiped as having power over nature or human fortunes, a deity. I want to pause right here. And I want to thank Merriam-Webster for that insight on who God is. But because I know God, I know that God's greatness is greater than great. That his awesomeness is more awesome than awesome. His excellency is more excellent than excellent. And I don't dare underplay his omnipotence, his omniscience, or his omnipresence. So let me tell you who God is. My God is love. John 3.16, for God so loved the world <laughs> that he gave. He so loved the world that he gave. My God is merciful. Hebrews 8 and 12. For I will forgive their wickedness. And I will never again remember their sins. Amen. Hallelujah. My God is righteous. Psalm 116 and 5. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. My God, he's praise. Psalm 34 and 3. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. And let us, me, and you, and you, and you, let us exalt his name together. My God, he's holy. It doesn't matter if you're Baptist. Church of God in Christ. Apostolic. Presbyterian. Lutheran. Seven-day Adventist. African or Christian Methodist. International or local ministries. First Peter 1.15. But as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, be holy. For I am holy. My God is pure. James 3.17. But the wisdom that is from above, it's first pure. Then it's peaceful. Then it's gentle. It's willing to yield. It's full of mercy and good fruit. The words to the song that said the song is nothing to compare. Listen to this. The word says, with the wonders of your love, 
you have shown to the world. And the grace that freely flows from heaven's throne. You are the light of the world. I pray to you. Nothing compares with the miracles you do. Nothing in heaven and nothing on earth compares with your greatness, O oh Lord. And then the songwriter in How Great Is Our God, he said, from age to age, he stands. All power is in his hands. The beginning and the end. The Godhead, three and one. God the Father, God the Spirit, God the Son, the Lion and the Lamb. How great is our God. How great is our God. Sing with me, how great is our God. All to see how great, how great is our God. One more time. How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. All can see how great, how great is our God. So I'm going to ask the question, can God? There are testimonies in the scripture from leopards who were cured. Blind that received sight, lame that walked, deaf that hear. There was a congregation that witnessed a woman with a bent over spine. Y'all know the story. For 18 years, and she stood up straight and walked. There's a story about the woman with the 12-year hemorrhage. And when she touched the hem of his garment, Scripture said she was instantly cured. Can God? Ask Jackie Haynes. Ask Pat. Ask Mary. Ask Stalin. Ask Addison. Ask my husband. Can God? Ask me. Most of you know my story. Death came for me. But God. Can God? Yes, he can. I'm still standing. Can God? You better believe he can. That's why I'm so excited, church. I don't care if I got to go home and take something to calm down. I am so excited about this God that I serve. Because God owes me nothing. And God gives me everything. Can God? Over and over. He keeps on blessing me. Again and again. He keeps on blessing me. Ask Adrian. Ask Susan. Ask Madeline. Ask my pup. Over and over. He keeps doing great things. God blows my mind. Amen. He saved my soul. He made me whole. What a mighty God I serve. I can't speak for you. But he's mighty in my life. I know God to be mighty. I know the angels bow before him. Why wouldn't they? 
heaven and earth adore him. Why wouldn't it? Let me help you right through here. If you want God to be mighty in your life, because God is mighty in our life, you baby. He's mighty. If you want him to be mighty in your life, then allow him to be more than the man upstairs. Allow God to be more than some higher being that you feel is up there. Because when God becomes the I am of your life, hear me now, when God becomes from everlasting to everlasting God of your life, the God of everything that was and is and is to come, then that sickness, that burden, that brokenness, that unforgiveness, that heartache, that headache, he'll fix it. So I ask the question, can God? Yes, he can. And can't no devil in hell convince me that he can't. If you believe he can, give God some praise in this house. He's worthy of the praise. He's worthy because God is greater. God is greater than your finances. He's greater than that destroyed relationship. He's greater than the traps, the schemes, the plots, the strategies that the devil put in your way. God is greater than your enemies. He's greater than the than what people say about you or the harm they caused you. God is greater than your yesterday's sin. He's greater than your today's sin. God is greater than your shame. He's greater than your guilt. He's greater than that unforgiveness you won't let go of. God is greater than your hatred. He's greater than your hurt. God is greater than your disappointment. God is greater. God is greater. Can God... He can't do it. Nobody can. I think your brother came back. Nobody can if God can't do it. I'm not standing up here telling you something I read in a Joyce Meyer book or T.D. Jakes book or anybody's book. I'm telling you what I know. See, I tried them for myself. And I found God to be greater, so much greater than the lies people told on me. I found God to be greater than that rape I went through. I found God to be greater than the hardships of being a single parent. I found God to be greater than every wilderness journey I've ever had to endure. God is greater. My God is greater. If you believe it, say it with me. My God is greater. Can God? I'm proof that he can. You, you, you. You, you, you're proof that he can. I want to know, is there anybody in here? 
between the stand of men and of demons. Is there anybody in here who has tried God for yourself? And you know, not only can God, but God did fix it. Shout hallelujah. Shout thank you, Jesus. Shout God, it was nobody but you. Sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there. We ain't ready to go. I just want you to stand in agreement with me. And I thank you. Because the word of God says truth is what sets us free. And I want y'all to be free. Because when I came into the understanding of who God really is, oh my God, I told y'all I get excited. I get so excited because I know so much about God because of what God has done in my life. I know God is so powerful because God is all power. I know God knows what's best for me and he knows what's best for you because God is all knowing. I know that man can't harm me because God is everywhere present. He's my strong tower. He's my high tower. And trust me in this church, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has favored me. And I know God has favored you. You and I, I know the proof is in the pudding because we are still in the land of the living. We are still above ground. We're not in the ground. God favored you and me. He loaded us this morning with new blessings and new benefits before he touched us and caused our eyelids to open up. God already put some stuff in place for us. He favored you and me with sight and hearing and speech and activity of our limbs, a mind to come and worship him. People might not like you, but God will never stop loving you. Amen. Amen. Give God some praise for his love. Here's your freebie. I know I always give you something free. Because of Jesus' finished work on the cross, when God looks at you, when God looks at you, just like his creation, God says, that's good. You better give God some praise in this house. That's good. He's good. She's good. That's good. I made them in my likeness and in my image. That's good. Can God? Remember Abraham? 100 years old when God told him, Sarah's going to have a baby. And I thought about this when I was... <laughs> Type in the word. I can't imagine what Abraham thought as he took inventory of his feebleness. Hundred years old, Elizabeth laughing. That's just a nice way of saying when he took inventory of the junk in his trunk. I can't imagine what went through his mind. But the bottom line is Abraham trusted God. Anybody in here trust God? 
90 years old, she got pregnant and gave, and gave birth to Isaac at 91. So let me ask the question again. Can God? Yes, he can. So any wannabe mothers in here, don't give up. Sarah couldn't believe it. So I'm going to just tell you what God told Sarah. Because I need to encourage your hearts today. In Genesis 18 and 14, he said, is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything too hard for God? I know there's no way to measure the number of problems we go through, you go through, or the number of difficulties. No way to measure the heartaches or the hardships that exist in your life. But listen, beloveds, let me reassure you that there is nothing, no thing that is too hard for God. There's no person that God cannot save, 1 Timothy 1.15. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation that Jesus came into the world to save sinners. God can and God will save your life. And he will save those you're praying for. Keep on praying. There's no hardship God cannot correct. He's aware of everything that happens to you and me. But remember this, God is still in control. Remember the Exodus story? How God parted the sea and three million people walked through the sea on dry land? There was nobody but God. With all those millions of people, they still couldn't dip that water out that sea. Can God? God, the supernatural creator. God, the supernatural overseer. He will protect you like he protected Daniel. He will heal you like he healed Naaman. He will favor you like he favored Moses. He will prosper you like he prospered Isaac. He will anoint you like he anointed David. He will answer you like he answered Elijah. God will use you like he used Paul. And he'll fight for you like he fight. He's fighting for Israel back then and still doing today. Songwriter said, be not dismayed, whatever be tied, because God will take care of you. Beneath his wings where love abides, God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every day, all of the way. He will take care of you. God will take care of you. Can God? You better believe he can because my God is eternal. Before the mountains were brought forth or you formed the earth and the world from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. My God is infinite. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. My God is sufficient and self-existent, for by him all things were created. 
in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created by him, through him, for him. My God is omnipresent, present everywhere. Where shall I go from your spirit? Or where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend to heaven, you're there. If I make my bed in hell, you are there. Can God? Yes, he can. Excited yet? My God is sovereign. How great you are, O sovereign Lord. There's no one like you. We have never even heard of another God like you. My God is wise. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. My God is holy. Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, you shall be holy. For I, the Lord your God, am holy. My God is righteous. My God is just. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. My God is faithful, excited yet. Know therefore that the Lord your God is God. The faithful God who keeps covenants and steadfast love with those who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. My God is true and my God is truth. Jesus said, I am the way excited yet. I am the truth excited yet. I am the life. No one comes to the father except through me. My God is good. Good and upright is the Lord. Therefore, he instructs sinners in the way. My God is merciful. For the Lord your God is a merciful God. He will not leave you or destroy you or forget the covenant with your fathers that he swore to them. My God is gracious. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed the Lord. A God merciful and gracious. God slow to anger. And abounding in steadfast love and faithfulness. My God is love. John 3, 16, you know it. My God is spirit. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. My God is light. Every good and every perfect gift is from above. Coming down from the father of life with whom there is no variation or shadow to change. My God is triune. Or the Trinity. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations. You baptize them in the name of the Father. And in the name of the Son. And in the name of the Holy Spirit. God is his word. Give God some praise in this house. This book is speaking. Is God speaking to his children. It's you and me. Can God? You want, to, you want to know more? Sure you do. Job and Hebrews tell us God is a person. Daniel Philippians let us know that God has a spirit body. He has shape, a form. God has countenance and a mind. Genesis, Revelation, Psalm, Exodus, Ezekiel, 1 Corinthians, Numerous, and Isaiah tell us God has a face, hair, eyes, ears, hands, fingers, arms, loins, feet, back, mouth, lips, tongue, voice, heart and breath. And John says God has feelings and affections. God is love. God loves fellowship. First John 1. Galatians 5 tell us God is joy. God is peace. God is long-suffering. God is gentle. God is good. God is faithful. God is self-control. Romans 11 tells us God has spirit faculties. God has a mind. 
Hebrews, Genesis, Psalms, Romans, 1 Corinthians reveal God's spirit. He is intelligent. He is wise. He has all knowledge. He is discernment. He is righteous. He is truth. He is immutable. Malachi, Hebrews, James, let us know that God does not change. Can God? No matter what may be the test, God will take care of you. Lean weary one upon his breast, upon means upon his breast, for God will take care of you. God will take care of you through every day. Over all the way, he will take care of you. God will take care of you. Give God some praise in the house. Can God? Can God? This is your altar call. There's one that does not know Jesus. And the parting of the sea. He hung on that tree for you. He died for you. He shed his blood for you. He got up out of the grave for you. you haven't accepted him as Lord and Savior of your life, today would be a mighty good day to come. Since we read the scriptures and we don't know the day or the hour when he's going to return, today, the word of God says, when you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. Come on in to his family. He'll adopt you. Is that one? Is that one that realized that the God that wanted to serve is my God? But God, I, hard as I tried, just <laughs> couldn't get some things right and Lord, I haven't been as faithful two years as I should have been. Truth be told, I want to. Lord, I realize I'm out of fellowship and I want to come back and be reunited into right fellowship with you. If that's you, won't you come? And then if Jesus is Lord and Savior of your life and you're in that right relationship and you and God are on a, a daily um, communication basis, fellowship is great between you and he, but you don't have a church home. You need a covering. And Greater Brookville is a mighty good place to come. We have our share of ups and downs. But we love us some God. And we're not ashamed to come together, as the scripture says, when we have those times when 
we are not getting along when we come together and reason. So if you, if you need a church home, won't you come? Well, God, I've done all you asked me to do. So now I'm asking your people if they would come together so we can pray. Where two or three are joined, the word says, God, stop being in your midst. We're living in times where we really need to tear down some strongholds. We desperately need some prayers answered. Hurricane Michael devastated some areas of Florida. Devastated coming on up. But before Hurricane Michael, there were so many natural disasters. The tsunami, the volcanoes exploded, the earthquakes, the flooding. So many people's lives have been torn apart. Families destroyed, businesses destroyed, lives destroyed. But God is still God. And God is still able. Whatever it is that you need God to intervene on your behalf, I want you to lift it to him. But I also want you to lift up mankind. Because prayer, I know for myself, it surely does change things. If not for his grace, we could be cleaning mud out of our houses. We could be at the funeral home to bury our loved ones. Store shelves were empty. We could be hungry. God is so good, y'all. God is so kind. God is so merciful. God is so loving. God is so forgiving. So I'm going to ask you for the last time, can God? Don't forget Deacon Clark's family. Keep them in your prayers. Don't forget our pastor and his family. Safe traveling mercy for them. Anybody got special prayer requests that would like to lift up?
like Sharon's arm. I told you to open your mouth up so I can hear you. pray Father we just thank you even in the midst of everything that's going on every prayer request that you lifted Lord God every family Lord God people praying for friends praying for sisters praying Lord God for other family members Lord God Um, so much going on God, so many hearts are heavy. But God, we take consolation in knowing that you are still God. And we know that earth has no sorrow, that heaven cannot heal. Hear our prayer, O God. Please lend an ear to your people. Intervene, Lord God, that your name be glorified in the earth, Lord God, even the greater. For we know that you can, and we know that you're able. But God, the bottom line is we know that you will. For our faith says it is so. Father, as we leave this place, but never your presence, bless individually as well as collectively the disciples in this house, and then bless all over your world, Lord God. In the mighty name of Jesus, and Holy Spirit, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for teaching power. I thank you for your preaching power. I thank you for opening the door to use me, that your name be glorified. I'm only the mouthpiece, your vessel. I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the grace of God.